Ace Podcast. Weird. So weird. Quit ruining the moment. We gotta get going, man. This is our Friday episode. This is the big one. The big what? The big episode. Is it bigger? Like more for your money kind yeah, of thing? Yeah, but yeah, exactly. It's a. Uh, it's like double stuff audio, so to speak. I don't know what you're talking about right now. I just realized that we've got a contest coming up in a few minutes. I don't have questions ready. Well, what what have you been doing all week? Talking to you about my trip to the doctor. Oh yeah, I'm glad it was you, not me. Yeah, it was no fun. But anyway, I, I'm alive. That's good. Yes, <laughs> that is good. Um, I'm happy to see you alive. Yeah, and I got this uh, this Aztec death whistle. Yeah. <laughs> Ow. Yeah. We, that's not an elephant, baby elephant. <laughs> Don't do it again. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> Would you quit? <laughs> you, you have no clue what you're summonsing. Oh, I know. That's true. What yeah. if I opened up a portal? Ooh. What do you say? Ooh, like, like the excited. video game where you just yeah, where we just drop through a hole and yeah. land, and come out of the ceiling, yes. fall to the floor, come out of the ceiling. That'd be cool. No. Okay. So Maybe. anyway, unless it was a time travel type portal. How was your week? Then we go back to the best decade of the of the ever of, ever. The, of, oh, the, of the ever. I would drop right back to 1980 and just start the whole decade. Start that over decade again. over. Yes. Best decade. Ever. Oh my goodness! Even in the first day, January first, 1980, the air was fresher. Yeah, you know, people. Were the music happy. was better. Uh, REO already had a few albums out. Uh, they uh, were at the top of their game. Yeah, MTV was about to launch. Oh yeah, I used to go to work with my mom just so I could watch MTV because we didn't have cable where I lived. We didn't either. You know. Well, you did. You had it. You did. No, we didn't. It wasn't didn't available. No, it was not. Oh, that's right. Was that when you lived on the uh, little that road? That yeah, that road. That road over there. Yeah, that road over yonder. Was that over on uh, FR? Yes, that road. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Fur. Yeah, that, that was really weird. Fur Street. <laughs> anyway, I go to work and sit there eight hours while mom worked. I just watched. I just absorbed these videos. It was amazing because before the end, Craig, we would hear a song on the radio. We didn't know what the band looked like. No, we didn't have internet. You know, a lot of the albums didn't have photos. We had no well, idea. They did have pictures on the back of the album. Some did. Hey, did we even say what they're listening to right oh, now? Oh, hey, uh, welcome to Weird. I'm sorry, we're just having a conversation. Yeah, don't the, don't mind us. This is the podcast that brings you the best in weird news coverage. Two-time nominated podcast. Two-time podcast award nominated podcast weird Zero-time winner. <laughs> Two and a half years, still no awards. Yeah, but you know what? I told you the other day. What? Susan Lucci took her, what, 19 nominations before yeah. she won? Yeah. Steven Spielberg had to make Schindler's List before they gave him an award. That's amazing. Yeah. So and, I'm not really hurt by it. And, and uh, the guy that shot the moon landing, I don't think he ever got one. No, did he? he never got acknowledged. Mr. Cooper. Well, actually, he did. He was the guy that walked on the moon. He may have been. I don't know who that was. That was in the suit. I think it was, yeah. So but Ar- anywho, Armstrong, wasn't uh, it? We dig- why are we di- we're in a digression today. Well,. It's you'll get happier as the show goes on. You think so? If you're in a digression, you're you're most likely going to get happier as it well, goes on. Well, let's go ahead and get get this out of the way now. Since it's our Friday episode, we're about to give away a pop solo microphone. Craig's going to ask me. Oh, this is our stump. The child. Oh, by the way, my name's Aaron. My name's Craig. And Craig is about to ask Aaron me uh, three trivia questions. Dealing with the greatest decade in the history yeah, that's of right. the world. That's right. That's right. And if I answer two out of the three, somebody wins a pop solo microphone. Oh, I gotta get I gotta get Siri ready in a minute. Hey, oh, in case you get them right. Yeah. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. Hit me. It's gonna start with a hard one. Okay, do it. Do it. I'm ready. Can you name the four ghosts from the Pac-Man video game? Inky, Blinky, Pinky, and Clyde. You do- oh, look at you. I thought you said it would be tough. Oh, I'm sorry. Inky, Blinky, Pinky, Clyde. That was really good. I'm surprised you got that. Dude, I lived for Pac-Man. Okay. All right. 
okay. Yeah. What commercial was Michael Jackson filming when his hair caught fire? Pepsi. Dang, these are easy today. <laughs> and finally? Yes, somebody's already won. Somebody just want to pop some microphone. Oh, that's true. Microphone. Okay. Really? I thought they were... You know what? I think we may be out of pop, so I didn't bring the prize with me. Um, we've got another another one of those card. Let's give the card game away. It, it's a family. It's, so, it's more fun than the pop solo microphone. It really is. You know what it is? Everybody gets involved. It's the card game called Five Crowns, the five-suited, rummy-style card game. The game isn't over till the kings go wild. Oh, woohoo! And th- this, this I felt like, like the guy from Price is Right just you sounded a lot like him. You know, this this is an award-winning game. It's real easy to learn. Unlike us. It's a game the entire family will love, and... Uh, Rotating wild cards keeps players on their toes, Craig. So you still have to answer a third question. Okay, yeah. What craft toy involved cutting plastic figures, coloring them in, and then baking them in the oven? Shrink it, Dinks. Dang, y'all. Three out of three for Aaron tonight from the greatest decade in the history of mankind. That's funny because I know a lot of times you're actually confused with a shrinky dink because well, you know you're what so the, small. I, I've been at my new job. Here's the thing, Craig. I'm getting some sleep. I'm finally getting sleep. And so you're, all the gears are, are yeah, kicking I'm in. Cooking, I'm cooking. I'm spinning. The you know. pistons are all firing. Exactly. I don't even like sports. Exactly. How are the pistons doing? <laughs> I don't watch basketball, so I don't know. But I will tell you this. It's our Friday episode. Somebody just won, and I'm going to open up the prize pool. Somebody's about to win the Five Crowns family card game. Uh, we need to know, Aaron. Yeah. No, we don't need to know, Aaron. We need to know what's the number I'm going for here. How many? Oh, yeah. It's one through 91. Okay. Are you ready? I'm re- No, one through 97. I'm one sorry. Through 97. One through 97. Ready? Yes. Here we go. Give me a random number between one and 97. It's 50. Oh, half, almost halfway right there. Number 50. Let's go down and see who's won this great game. Sarah Lindsay. Oh, you're lying. I am not. And there's a good chance she will. <laughs> This is not set up. If anybody wants a copy of the prize pool, email me. I'll send it to you so you can follow along with the numbers. Sarah, congratulations. Well, uh, you can't give everybody's names out. Why not? Most of them are code names anyway, like Robo19. Oh. Spontaneous. Oh, yeah. You know. How, how is it robots. that this is this? Here's the thing. Three weeks in a row. We may not be quality. Yeah. But we're honest. We are honest. And, and I have not once cooked the books on this. We asked Siri. Yeah, absolutely. It's all on the up and up, and we're going to prove it here. Ready? Yeah, I'm going to. We're we're not giving another prize away. Sarah wins, but I'm going to ask another number. Okay, and we're going to see if it comes up being somebody we know. Do it, do it, and this is going to prove whether or not this is. No, I don't want to do that because then we're going to say who it is, and they're going to be like, "Oh, I didn't." Then, know on, then only tell me. Well, they don't know what number they are. So, so then tell me. <laughs> then tell me. Okay, I'll tell you, family member. If, or it, not. if it's if it's somebody, okay, ready? Okay. Give me a random number between one and ninety-seven. The answer is twenty-seven. Number 27. Is 27 somebody we know? Nope. See? I don't even know who that is. Of course, we can't prove it because we're not saying the name. <laughs> but but the thing is, she randomly gave the number out. She did. Siri, that is. Okay, congratulations, Sarah. Um, I'm glad. I'm glad you won. But, but the good thing here, Craig, is we're weeding out all the family members with the lousy prizes. Oh, I, I don't know. That Atari was You said good. lousy prizes. Yeah. What kind of... Well, no, what are you saying? What they are you saying? Great, about? But is, I'm hoping to build them up bigger and bigger and bigger. What happened to the Atari prize? Uh, it's it's in the it's still in the prize. It, it goes back into circulation. Yeah, yeah, into the prize. We may save that one for last. It's like killer deal. People prize. don't realize that our prize closet actually is like at the dry cleaners. You know that thing that rotates around? Yeah, that is. We clip it back that on is. and it goes around the whole thing. And sometimes we get seven or eight of the same prize, like we did with the pop solo microphones. We got a whole truckload of those things. We um, ought to be giving away these. Don't do that. Did I open up another portal? Yes. So, All right, okay, movie reviews. Let's get this over with. So I went back and watched um, 
another old movie. Yeah. And I saw a new one again that I've already seen. Oh. I saw, went back and watched The Matrix. Yeah. We were talking about the glitch on Sunday, remember? We Then that's where this came from because E is doing jujitsu and the guy was making references to the movie and he'd never seen it. So I said, well, let's watch it. Yeah, I've never seen it. And I hadn't seen it in a long time. I've, uh, I've never seen it. I'm going to have to give it probably at least four out of five phone calls. And okay. if you got to watch the movie to understand that. Yeah. Uh, maybe even four and a half out of five phone calls. It's it's an original. It's an, uh, a very original idea concept, I think. I think it's a really good movie. It's a lot, kind of a lot to wrap your brain around. A lot. Now, I've never watched the other, the sequels, because I heard they were lousy. Really? But. My nephew loves them. But but the first one is fantastic. My brother's boy. The, the first one's fantastic. Um, the second thing I rewatched, because it's out on digital now, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Oh, it's so good. I, I watched it again last night. I had a blast at that movie. Uh, uh, I, I'd give it, I'd give it five out of five ants. I gave it stingers when I saw it. Stingers. Did you? Yeah. Why stingers? Oh, the wasp. Oh, the wasp. Yeah. I'd give it five out of five shrunken office buildings. <laughs> <laughs> Things are shrinking and blowing up and popping left I and love right. That movie, that is one of the few times I think that a movie the second time around is better than the original. Okay, well, here's... And I love it. Don't you act like I didn't <laughs> just say that. What do you think? You think it was as good as the original or better? Uh, it was as good. I thought it was as That's good, good, maybe better. I think it was actually better. I, I think, think Solo is the best Star Wars movie they've ever and made. And you're like the only person that said that. I know, that. I know. But I was so entertained. Are you not entertained, sir? Okay, my movie. I saw a movie called The Wicked. And well, that does it for today. We have no more time left. <laughs> the, <laughs> did we mention we're at the annex again? We are. We We've not been to the Lee Berry in forever. so long that did you know they actually demolished it? No, they did not. Don't tell our listener that. Okay. Okay, movie reviews. So I really enjoy good Asian movies. I think the Asians racist. are super creative, whereas as Americans are just kind of rebuffed, you know, doing the same stuff over. So I'm watching an Asian movie any chance I get. A lot of times they have really good horror movies. So I discovered this channel on the Roku called Asian pop or something asian something asian crush asian crush okay all it is is asian movies with either subtitles or, or dubbed and the one i watched had subtitles i'd rather have subtitles me too i prefer that because i like to hear the original i don't want to hear some white dude's voice coming out of some like i say so yeah <laughs> pass me the grape of ball yeah why would he say that so the wicked uh it was not the best asian movie i've ever seen but it was good i'll give it three out of five uh witches okay then yeah because it's october um, and before we get to the top story, I wanted to ask you, uh, there's some really big news coming out this week. Are you a Kiss fan? Do you like the rock band Kiss? Not especially. I like some of their stuff okay, but I'm not by any stretch of the imagination a fan. And, well, I, abs- and I absolutely detest the song Beth. I love them from two angles. Number one, I love their music. So you stand over there and you love them. You stand <laughs> over there and you love them. I grew up listening to them. Uh, Mom and Dad listen to this podcast, so they'll be surprised. But I had a Kiss. I had Destroyer hidden in my uh, underwear drawer under my... My, you my have underwear. an entire ship hidden <laughs> in your underwear drawer? Probably one of the greatest albums ever recorded. But anyway, Gene Simmons this week. And by the way, Kiss today is viewed so much different than the Kiss when we were kids. When we were kids, you couldn't listen to Kiss because you, you, you'd you be a devil worshiper. They That's say. what they and, wanted about it. Yeah, yeah. Not but them, that was marketing. Was people, yeah. But um, nowadays, they know them because of the TV reality shows. Everybody knows that they're just regular cool people. Gene Simmons has come. He's a master marketing. That's the other. He's a big angle. marketing guy. That's the other angle I like him. With. I'm surprised we're not paying a license fee to say the I, word Kiss or Gene even. or Gene. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, uh, so here's here's his deal. Uh, Kiss has just announced their end of the road tour. So you know they've had three or four. This is it tours. Right. Uh, it's, it's a goodbye tour. I saw a couple of them, but this is the end of the road tour where they promise this really is it. This is your last chance. So Kiss 
uh, or Gene got together a whole bunch of unreleased music that he's got that's never been heard. And it's it's Kiss songs. It's Gene Simmons. He's got another band, Gene Simmons and something. It's some of that. But he's got like 1,500, no, no, 150 new songs that nobody's ever heard. Was he Prince? And he's got a photo album for pictures that have never been published. So, okay. And it, it's like 300-something photos in this photo album. But it all comes in a vault. It's called the Gene Simmons Vault. Okay. So for two grand, $2,000. No. Wait a minute. I'm not done yet. For two, There's more? But wait. There's more. For $2,000, this is what you get. You get the vault. You get the music. You get the photos. You get a couple of hours face-to-face with Gene Simmons to listen to the music while he discusses the songs with I, you. I don't know I want to be in a room with that guy. 2000 bucks. If I had a spare 2000 bucks. Well, what happens if like 400 people buy this? Well, that, get- no, that's the deal. Uh, he's He doesn't like take them to your house. He goes city to city. So if you buy one. You show up at this venue. You, like, let's say he's in Nashville at the Ryman Auditorium. You and 200 other people that bought the And they, they will sell out. There's no way they can make enough of these things. Yeah. Because the there's Army, always someone with dumb money. Like the Kiss that. Army, they'll rob a bank or whatever they have to do to. to wow. To you just this. put them in the category with bank robbers. <laughs> They'll do whatever it takes to please their They're master. delinquents. They're criminals. <laughs> they'll 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 kill people. Anyway, so for two grand, can I borrow? You got two grand I can have? No. I'd love to just spend a couple hours chatting with Gene. No. Okay. You don't have a lot going on in your life, do you? Well, I guess we'll just have to go ahead and do this then. Well. What are, what are we doing? Oh, wow, you want to turn that up? That, that was awfully quiet. Wow. Do you even know how to use this? There we go. That's not loud either. Well, it's loud enough. Why don't you try that again? Why? Where's the little dialy do? Here we go. Talk story. That's really weak. It'll work. Where's the dialy do over here that turns it up? I ain't worried about that. Where? Because if we get that loud enough, everything else will be too loud. It's just, don't worry I about just it. feel like there needs to be more to it. Talk story. That just doesn't bring home the goods. <laughs> Would you read it? This is a great story. This is a story we, we knew was becoming, right? Bill Cosby falls down prison steps after getting hit by hot dog buns. <laughs> We're not making this up. This is actual true story. Bill Cosby was allowed to call his wife on speakerphone from jail and complained that a stale hot dog bun was thrown at him. It must have been stale from the Stone Age if it knocked him down Uh, the stairs. Causing him to fall down a few steps. Cosby was sentenced to three to ten years behind bars. Explain the three to ten years thing to me. Do you understand that? Well... Ten's the maximum. Three, he, he could get out good, good behavior. behavior and all okay, that. Okay. And actually, somebody figured it out today. He could be out like eighteen months. Okay. With, with parole, and he may and very that. well. And so. He may not even stay that long with his attorneys. Right. Well, why would he stay with them? They're not in jail. Yeah, they should be. One of them should be. You'll Cosby find out this story. was sentenced three to ten years behind bars for drugging and assaulting this this uh, Andrea Constant. Is that how you pronounce her name? Yeah. At his home fourteen years ago, the comedian's bail was revoked. And he was sent straight to Montgomery County Correctional Facility uh, and then transferred to, what's SCI Phoenix? Uh, that stands for Secu- Sci-Fi Fe- Phoenix. <laughs> Security Council Interrogated. Oh, okay. You made that up. I did. Uh, a state <laughs> prison in Collegeville. Well, that's good. Let's get education there while he's there. At least it wasn't in Rockville. Uh, you don't go back there. No. Um, which Old is Bill's in the Stony Lonesome, man. 30 miles northwest of Philly. Philly. Bill Cosby complained to his wife, Camille, about how he had been treated in prison so far, according to a source from the Montgomery County Courthouse. Cosby said that they had taken his cane, tie, and shoelaces because they think I will harm myself. Well, I wonder why they would think that. Let me think. Statistics? (laughs) Don't let let facts get in the way. Well, he could could also harm somebody else with all that stuff. That's true. 
This is actually a standard practice in prison since any of those items could be used to harm oneself or others. There you go. Cosby, who is legally blind, and that's the first I've heard of that. No, also, I knew that. Also stated that he fell down a few steps after the hot dog bun hit him because he wasn't being <laughs> properly guided. Well, you know, you know me, I fell down my steps the other day when you were here. Yes, and you were being properly guided either. No. <laughs> prison isn't a great time for anybody. Oh, come but on. Bill Cosby is really struggling and reportedly pleaded with Camille, uh, Camille to grab the checkbook and hire anyone and everyone in an effort to get him out. You know who else folded up in the fetal position when they went to prison? Who? Boy George. <laughs> he was crying like a little girl. And, well, I and, wonder why. And you know what? He, what? Ca- he came out of prison later. Did he tumble for him? He, yeah. He tumbled when they hit him, we hit him with a hot dog bun. <laughs> They said, there's some instant karma chameleon for you. Yeah, take that, <laughs> buddy boy, George. So he uh, he came out, dropped a bunch – not came out. He came out a long time ago. But he dropped a bunch of weight. He got out of prison. And toured again. He toured again. A bunch of, he actually, in, in, in all fairness to him, yeah, uh, probably looks better than he's looked in years. I wouldn't know. No, I'm saying he – I have seen the transformation from the 80s to when he – Look like uh, a puffer fish. To I've wear. never been a fan. Even I, in the eighties, well, I'm not saying. I'm oh, a you f- had their albums. I remember you had a poster on the wall. <clears throat> no, but now you mention it, I wonder if I could get one. No, I wasn't. But well, I was not. He did a song on a soundtrack to a movie I really like called Electric Dreams, and uh, it's a uh, it's it's uh, Virginia Madsen and Lenny Von Dolan is that his name? The guy and Bud Court from Harold and Maude is the voice of the computer comes to life and the computer falls in love with the girl upstairs. Oh, I remember that movie. Yeah, it's a great movie. It's like a, a prequel to She or Her. No, it was just a fairy. Her. It was just a fairy tale about. It says that this is a fairy tale. This is just a, <laughs> no. This did not happen. This did not happen. But um, but I like that song from the soundtrack. So I, I do like a couple of things. But here's the here's the what I'm saying. He got out of prison. Yeah. He he obviously learned his lesson, something. Yeah. What did he, he go to prison for? Uh, I think it was drug and a, drugs and assault or something like that. I, some He had drug problems and everything. He drugged somebody through salt? Yes. Well, it wouldn't be so bad, but the guy was a slug. <laughs> you know what that does to them. Yeah. They shrivel up and die. Yeah, they die. <laughs> um, let's go over there, you great big salt. You big, big <laughs> pillow of salt over there and shrivel up, you slug. So... He, um, he, my, my, this story really dragging out. <laughs> I'm telling you, I don't, he I got don't out of prison, dropped a bunch about. of weight. He looks better than he's looked in a long time. Well, I'm I mean, glad healthy, you, I'm health, glad. healthy wise. I'm glad you're attracted to boy George. Can we finish the story? <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens on this show when you try to say something positive about somebody. Try to be nice to somebody. <laughs> oh, you were you were going to say that if Bill Cosby stayed his ten years, it came out he could be better than ever. I'm saying that Bill Cosby, no, completely different crime, completely different problem. But, he, he's not going to make it another but, 10 but years. But don't cry about being in prison. Boy Argentina. George, Boy George was, my understanding from the stories I read, was basically crying in prison. Oh, let me out. I want out. But he made it through it. So come on, Bill Cosby. I'll tumble for you. <clears throat> you're gonna, you're gonna so keep, you're, you, what you're saying is if Boy George can do it, b- b- batting down the hatches, he Bill. He should say, hey, hey, I'm okay. He misses his wife, Camille. Camille. What? Did you not have Bill hey, Cosby albums growing up? He would have won. He would have won. baby. He would have won. Can I have some yard time? <laughs> so, anyway. 
You remember one time we had a top ten, uh, a top ten list that you wouldn't let us do. It was the top ten new names from the Bill Cosby Show. Do you remember that by any chance? No, was this it was before right, all these allegations? No, it was right after he got busted. <laughs> oh, it's probably because it's a family-friendly show. <laughs> you wouldn't let me do it. Anyway, <sighs> so she wanted him to get the checkbook, hire anyone and everyone. Um, it looks like he's going to have a pretty hard time in the Slammer, the Stony Lonesome, the, the Gray Bar, Bar Motel, Motel for the next handful of the years. Pokey. Cosby famously appeared in a number of Jello commercials in the 1980s and 90s. It's a Jello pudding, Bob. Yeah. And he was served a half cup of the pudding for dessert, <laughs> por- the dessert portion of his meal, which I I seen that. also included baked meatballs and rice, uh, green beans, as well as mashed potatoes and gravy. Wait, for lunch, what prison is this? That sounds delicious. Apparently, it's a bed and breakfast. For lunch, he'll receive a half cup of Jello every day. Oh, Bill, mm, yummy, yeah, yummy. I wish right now I could do a Bill Cosby. It would be so appropriate. <laughs> Bill Cosby's spokesperson, Andrew Wyatt, went on a tirade against the media, judge, and prosecutors oh, yeah. after the sentence, declaring it was the most racist, of course it was, sure. racist and sexist trial in the history of the United States. Those cards haven't been played lately. Um, Wyatt has vowed uh that this situation is far from over this is far from over <laughs> i say and is trying to provide evidence that cosby was illegally recorded uh and that and that said tape had been tampered with wyatt then went on to compare the comedian to jesus oh please and insinuated that the only reason cosby was going to jail was because he was black no because he <laughs> drugged women inappropriate Less inappropriate behavior it's now, inappropriate. Now, have you noticed, though, this is ramped up? So, it, at first, it was like, oh, okay, so you can just come out of the woodwork about Bill right. Cosby. Yeah, but then there were like 500 of them. We're like, well, wait a minute. I know, now. but that was like the initial, like that was the trend when it started. Now, it doesn't matter who you are. If you looked at somebody across the, across the classroom in yeah. fifth grade and gave them oh, a look. Oh, it's bizarre. It's I'm like, glad I'm not the same person I was when we were in high school. I, you're pretty bad, though. <laughs> I better than I was then. So, anyway... So that's all you got to say about that, huh? <laughs> so did you see the, there's a there's a clip, and I'll leave it to the uh, adults in the audience to look for. Um, there's a clip somebody took of Bill Cosby, the Bill Cosby show. Yeah. Or the Cosby show. And I guess in the episode, he's um, the kids are there with their boyfriend. They're outside at a picnic table, and they're with their boyfriends, and they're like googly out of each other. And he talks about how it's his sauce that has this effect on them. Wow. And so of course, then they make it slow down, make it more creepy yeah. and play that. And well, he's got a whole bit about it on one of his earlier albums and it's, it's creepy. And know. for a guy that was really down on people like, uh, Eddie Murphy yeah. for language and stuff like that. He said, you can't say filth, Florin filth. Yeah. And then now he goes off and, and that's what started this whole thing. A comedian on stage mentioned it. That's right. And uh, I've forgotten the guy's name now. He called him out because he, he, did. he knew something had happened. And that guy. And he, he told the audience. He said, go home and Google it. So a bunch of people did. And that's where the whole thing started. It's amazing. Anyway, we got a new story. This headline is bowling out. <laughs> why? Why do you do that? You do, but, oh, look. You killed a bowling alley owner. That quickly. Bowling alley owner dies after getting caught in pen setting machine. What a nightmare. I mean, here it is, October. It's October. Here we are, still awardless. Here we are. But twice nominated. Uh, but there is a new Bluebell ice cream flavor. What is it? It is uh, pumpkin spice no. pecan. No, thank you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It tastes like pumpkin pie, man. So you know that I'm, much like yourself, yeah. I'm a connoisseur of sure. sugar. Yes. 
And I can knock down sugar like a fly at a picnic. Sugar is it's just life. So E's birthday was a week ago. Yeah. So on his birthday, I felt bad because it was in the middle of the week. We couldn't celebrate his birthday. So we went out. I said, you want to go get you a cake or something at, at the Kroger's. So we come back. But you got to pass Dairy Queen to get to Kroger. I know. But they don't actually have cake. It's just all I, No, they don't. We went and looked. They're all ice cream cakes. They're well, not, yeah, that's and no, cake. There's no actual cake. Like like Baskin-Robbins had cake and ice cream in it. This I is thought just they all had ice cream. cake with the, uh, ice well, cream. That shows what you know. <laughs> so I will stop this podcast. Well, quit touching that because every, every time you hit the soundboard, I'm going to delete it. Anyway, so... So we go get this cake, right? And again, back what to kind? Well, I'm about to tell you. Okay. So, so I let him pick it out. I'm Getting like, left. So what about? No, it's gone. I said, what about what about this one? It's some kind of a, I think it was a buttercream or something, but it had like pecans stuck all over the outside of it, and like caramel dripping off of it. It was amazing. That sounds delicious. I've never in my professional sugar consuming life <laughs> felt like somebody just. <laughs> Dropped a roofie in my drink or something. Speaking of Bill Cosby, was Bill Cosby at the yeah, party? Yeah, Bill Cosby's over there. Uh, hey, this cake's okay. <laughs> and so um, we looked around like we were on a buzz trip. We're looking around like, whoa, 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 what are they putting this stuff, man? And it's like, I've never, fe- I actually resented the cake a little bit. <laughs> Do you remember the uh, Beverly Hillbillies episode where Granny made a cake, made a sponge cake oh, out of a real right? sponge? No, I missed <laughs> that. Jeff Rose said it was light as a feather going down, but as soon as I drank that milk, <laughs> it hit me like a rock. <laughs> You're the you should be the uh, historian for the for the Beverly Hillbillies because you know every episode. Can I finish my story? I, I don't know if you're I don't, ca- I I don't know if you're capable or not. Bowling alley owner dies after getting caught in pin setting machine. This is a horrible it's story. Terrible. Why would it's you tell so this? Bizarre. Why would you tell this story? The owner of the Florence Bowling Alley was killed Sunday. Florence after getting, where? Florence. Florence where? Florence Nightingale. Bowling alley. It's not Florence, killed. Alabama, is it? I don't know. It's not Florence. I don't know. It doesn't say. Okay. Uh, was killed Sunday after getting caught inside the bowling pin setting machine, according to a release from the Florence Police Department. Authorities from the FPD. You know what? We got outlaw bowling alleys now. And exactly. And Florence Fire and Rescue were dispatched to the bowling alley around 1.30 p.m. for reports of no, a person no, stuck in the machine. No, he was dispatched. The victim was unconscious and not breathing when officers arrived, also known as passed. Medical authorities confirmed the victim was dead. Upon their arrival, he was later identified as 65-year-old Hector Rodriguez, the owner of the bowling alley. Hey, Bob, come over here. Is this guy dead? Hey, that's Hector. Hey, Hector. Yeah, he is dead. He, I he, declare he's he dead. He has been dispatched. Bless his heart. What a way to go. I mean, he was 65, still had a lot of life in him. Uh, I mean, you guys got a job available? <laughs> So police are saying there's no suspicion of foul play. I would check his books to see if he owned any bo- anybody money because that's kind of a mafia. This way cannot to... be the only. This cannot be the only time this has ever happened. What? Have you seen those machines? Yes, for... I've seen. Have you I'm... been in the back of the I was bowling? On the bowling out? team for years. But have you been in the of back of the bowling? I've been back don't act like it's some. Don't act like. Acting like anything. Don't act like it's something that you have just. Everybody goes to the back of the bowling alley. No, you got to be special. But I was. Special. You're special. I bowled a two thirty nine one time. Okay. If you bowl over two hundred, they let you in the back of the bowling alley. It's just how that. If you know the that. owner, they let you well, in the back too. Yeah, but you know they used to have guys that actually like or, or guys, girls, whatever employees that would set the pin, set the pin like be up in the top of yeah. that thing. And then but, they got smart and they had pins with strings on the top that 
was like spring loaded. All I know is it's pretty amazing that thing can tumble those things around. I tumble for yeah, yeah, and then it would it, it puts them back down again, drops them, and doesn't and doesn't knock them over in the process most of the time. Do you like bowling? Love bowling. Do you ever get to bowl? Do you do? Did you ever were you on a team? No, I wasn't a good bowler. I went with you and Miguel. Yeah, yeah. Remember we went? Yeah, we used to bowl. But, uh, no, no, we didn't use to. We went team, once when Miguel was in town. <laughs> when I was on the team, we had these things called uh, redhead tournaments. And if the if the if the head pin was a red pin, they mix red pins with all the colors. If it dropped down, it was a red pin. You get like a free coke if you got a strike. <clears throat> that sounds like the putt putt golf when you'd get a hole in one at the last one. Nah, you'd win a free nothing game. Nothing like that. Nothing. I, I like putt putt golf. But that's all I got to say about poor Ector. I'm I'm sorry for Ector. It's just creepy. That, what a way to go. It's well, terrible. I mean, the thing is, Ector wasn't even born with an H at the beginning of his no, name. No, he. Well, he did. He had an H before this accident. Oh, yeah. Now he's just Ector. Yeah. Um, proposal. On Colorado Peak leads to couples' altitude issues. Let me say that again. That made <laughs> <Please>. no sense. <laughs> Proposal on Colorado Peak leads to couples' walking. altitude issues. That still didn't make any sense. <laughs> so they were getting proposed on a mountain in Colorado. Oh, I thought it was a proposal for something like no, in, no, in, no. In, in the city. We must propose. We propose that this happens. That's another great thing about the eighties. When, when, when I got engaged, proposals were down on one knee, and you hand a ring, and you right. say, "Will you marry?" Nowadays, if you try, if you try anything less than renting the Taj Mahal to propose to your girlfriend with, you're considered. What do you know about my girlfriend? I didn't say anything about that. Oh, you know, you sound like you did. God, but everything is blown up. Back when you, back when Lori and I had Sarah, we didn't have to have a, a reveal I party. Did too. Yeah. What it's is like, all this? It's like it's right there with like senior photos. And somewhere along the way, somebody said, "Hey, I got an idea. Yeah, we could rob people blind. <laughs> They'll have to buy it because it's know, their children." It's like normally, check it. No, everybody, listen. Everybody, hear me out. Okay, here's what we do, Dave. You're going to go to the school like you always do, and you're going to take. Pictures of everybody. Lots Reg- of school photo. Get seven or eight photo. different poses. But we're going to come back here. We're going to put a bunch of pamphlets out. And we're going to take special photos. Better than the ones you get at school. Yeah, and if you don't have these special ones, you ain't Jack. We'll do anything. Yeah. We'll have them throwing a football. We'll go to the we'll, waterfall. We'll have them in a waterfall. We'll, we'll, we'll like have them like. Sunroof of a limousine. Some whatever, whatever they whatever. want. And then and the more we talk about it, the more I sound like I'm from a, I'm a north. I don't even know why. I'm buddy a necktie. I'm buddy a necktie. Why is it Nima? <laughs> anyway, so proposal on Colorado Peak leads to couples altitude real, issues. That, that escalated quickly. It really did. <laughs> what? <laughs> we got heated fast. Yeah, it did. Hey, so here we go. And another thing, real quick. Proposals. This thing where they say, what is it like? You're supposed to spend three months salary on an engagement baloney. That was that is something that the diamond people put up to put together. Three months worth of baloney is what you're supposed to be spending. <laughs> You'd be better off. I know it's all. It's like Hallmark and uh, and, and, and Valentine's Day. Oh it, my it's good just, gosh! And here's the thing too. You ever notice that when you go to get a, a card? Yeah. Whether it's birthday, Valentine's Day, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Arbor Day. You know, whatever. You know, Columbus yeah. Day. Arbor Arbor Day cards should all be made out of plastic. Right. Just to send a message. Yeah. But you go there now, and they want to sell you these $8, $9 cards that talk, sing. Yes. All of a and, and then they, the ones that are just the the regular cards are still 4 bucks. I know. And that they, blew my mind earlier. And they're not good. No, they're not Did good. Did all the funny people get murdered in the, they're in the card? They're, they're terrible. None of them are funny. They're not funny like they used to be. And I, I, I consider myself, uh, you know, I like to try to find a funny card for well, my parents. Well, I usually go for the ones that are coloring outside the lines. There, there's some companies that do the they do funny stuff yeah and they're not the traditional you can see them when you walk up to them it's going to be a retro photo or something yeah. they made something funny out of it 
Those you, are few and the, far between. Yeah, shoebox or something's pretty. Shoebox is decent. Used to be. Yeah, but but usually you walk up and you see the one the same stale looking flowers on the front with some poem or something. It's yeah. like, come on, please. I'm glad we got that off our chest. I, I feel better. Do you feel better? Yes, I do. Anyway, Boulder, Colorado. A Texas man found a scenic location in Colorado, in the Colorado mountains to promote, to, to, it's not a tumor. Get down. Let's try this again. Get the tumor to the chopper. <laughs> what does that mean? I really did. We had that, you know the thing we've been doing lately where we just kind of suddenly stroke out? Yes. Let's try it again. A Texas man found a scenic location in the Colorado mountains to propose to his girlfriend, but the couple ran into trouble on the way down. I wonder if she said yes. I'm sure it'll tell us. The Boulder County Sheriff's Office says 27-year-old Joshua Mason of Denton, Denthead, Texas, <laughs> took 28-year-old Katie Davis uh, on a hike. Oh, he's married an older woman like I did. Sure. Uh, on a hike Saturday to Jasper Peak at an elevation of nearly 13,000 feet. For those who aren't on the Imperial system uh, across the pond, oh, I love that's 4,000 meters. Mark Patch is related to the Imperial. Uh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, let me continue. They got lost as darkness fell. The couple were showing signs of altitude sickness and dehydration when a hiker found them. He led them to his camp, gave them food, water, and a place to warm up. Another camper called for help. Help! Help! These campers that did, did, that did all this, this isn't the story, but I, I know it's true. They were from Samaria. Uh, They're good Samarians? Yes. Yeah. They're good Samarians. Yeah. I'm trying to come up with a way not to say Samaritan. Good Samarias. <laughs> They're part of the good Sam Club. Remember that sticker? Yeah. <laughs> Sam with the halo? Yeah. Idiot. <laughs> not you, Sam. All happy all the time. Looks like he's stuck in the 50s. <laughs> Stupid Sam. What do you got against good Sam? Nothing. I actually like that guy. He's pretty cool. <laughs> So if they're listening by any chance, the one nice person that listens. Wait, is it still around? Yeah, good Sam Club. Y'all still see it? Y'all see the sticker? Well, down we're there. gonna have to we're gonna have to sign up. We're, we're gonna we're thinking about uh, becoming an RV family. We're discussing so, this, the podcast is making so much money. We don't know what to do with it right, all. You know? Right, you can get the RV just to <laughs> just, just to actually spend, it's a tax to store a the tax money. Thing, yeah, rescuers reached the camp early Sunday and walked the couple to their car. They didn't require medical treatment. Sergeant uh, Clay Leak. Oh, you've got probably, a clay leak over there. You probably need to make that a little thicker walls, and then it won't actually. <laughs> Concrete uh, doesn't leak. Use that. Uh, says deputies learned the engagement was still on. But here's my question. What do you got? So they go and they find these other campers that obviously know what they're doing. Yes. And they bring them into the fold. They're like, hey, we'll take care of you. Get some food, yeah, some shelter, water. some water. Get some water. You'll, you'll, you'll room with my friend Bill over here. And uh, too soon for Cosby reference. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, but no, they come on in my tent. Um, <laughs> so they these guys have Our food. Cosby is terrible. It, Both the, neither I, one of us. I can't do it, Cosby. So here's the thing, though. Why are these guys have food, water, place to warm up? These guys got it together. Yes. Why are rescuers on the way? Why didn't these guys just take them to the hospital? They don't want to leave their camp. They got everything set up. It was an inconvenience. Yeah. So they just called for help. They That's might have just gotten done. the oven, the the stove going. Yeah. And, about ready yeah. to make some. They had the satellite tweaked, so they were getting ready for the satellite. Game. Yeah. That's always so funny to me when you go see these people. And I guess I would understand it if I had an RV. Yeah, that or, there's an RV. But it's just funny that don't you go falling in love with it now because we're <laughs> taking it with us when we leave here next month. Don't you? <laughs> Boom. Are you done? <laughs> yeah. So the uh, okay, Eddie, <laughs> calm down. Crapper's so, full. <laughs> so 
uh, <laughs> you throw me off here. I'm sorry. So you you go to like camping, right? And you go to like not really a primitive campsite, but campsite somewhere. And these people the have blessing. <laughs> these people have these people have an RV, a satellite dish, full amenities. It's like it's like. This isn't camping. This they, is just, they blow up the size of a real house. I know, you know, this, is just, this, is just mo- this is just moving your house wherever exactly. you go. This isn't even camping. <laughs> Which is actually sounds pretty fun. It though. might actually be kind of cool, yeah. I guess, but I can't imagine what money you spend in gas. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, Here, here's a headline. Now, this headline alone is, is amazing. FBA, FBI agent. FBA? Headline is, FBI agent dodges killer hot tub, but is shot by booby-trapped wheelchair. You don't ever see those coming. No, you don't. You don't. In a million Unless years. Unless you watch Breaking Bad, because there was a booby-trapped wheelchair in Breaking Bad. But I'm, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it all, don't worry about it. Thanks. I was going to watch it, too. Never mind now. A man has been charged with assault on a federal officer after an FBI agent sent a, a property in Oregon. Uh, oh, no. After an FBI agent sent to a property in Oregon was shot from a booby-trapped wheelchair. Law enforcement officers responded to the home in the small town of Williams in September at the request of a real estate lawyer uh, tasked with selling the property. A criminal complaint filed in the U.S. District Court in Medford. You bet you've been to Medford, Craig? I have not. Me either. Medford uh, said officers found traps throughout the property, including spike strips and a circular hot tub turned on its side and rigged to roll over anyone who triggered a trip wire. Wow. <laughs> Dang. It was like a scene from the movie Indiana Jones, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Because remember they had that booby trap wheelchair. Yeah, in which actor in the hot tub, in which actor Harrison Ford is forced to outrun a giant stone boulder that he. All my characters sound the same. You ever notice that? I wasn't gonna say anything. It's like my. I wasn't gonna say anything. I'm Aaron Lindsay. I do one voice. You think that's cute, don't you? I do. Uh, in which uh, actor Harrison Ford is forced to outrun a giant stone boulder that he inadvertently triggered by a booby trap switch. Well, after making it past the hot tub, a bomb squad and FBI agent approached the house and blasted open the fortified front door. That front door is fortified. Inside the home. And stay out of the Woolworths! A wheelchair fitted with a fishing line, shotgun ammunition, and other items triggered the explosion that wounded the agent, according to a court document. An x-ray found a 410-gauge shotgun pellet in the agent's leg. Uh, Documents said authorities said the makeshift weapon, uh, weapons were created by 66-year-old Gregory Rodvelt. Rodvelt. Gregory Rodvelt. You can't trust Gregory. Who was forced to forfeit his property as part of an elder abuse case involving his mother. It was probably her wheelchair he rigged up. Probably. Rodvelt is, Arizona's, uh, Maricopa County, is in Arizona's Maricopa County Jail where he is in the midst of an assault trial and a separate case related to an alleged... Was it a semi-automatic wheelchair? It was a fully automatic wheelchair. Well, that's not legal. No. Now we got outlaw wheelchairs. Yeah, that's all I got to say about that. I just thought, the headline alone, FBI agent dodges killer hot tub, but is shot by booby-trapped wheelchair. You know, you think you get away when you get past the hot tub. I've never seen a headline like that. You did just saw it. Through all the weird news that we cover. Hey, yeah, yeah. neighbor who threw cat poo at people's homes banned from speaking to them for three years. That'll Man. show him. Don't you talk to me. A woman who threw cat poo at her neighbor's homes has been banned from speaking to them for three years. That's a long time not to speak. Anna Daniels caused complete misery with her campaign of harassment against other people living around her. Have you ever had a nightmare picturesque home? I don't think I have. Had had a neighbor at our first house that had a dog that never would shut up no matter what. Oh, that's bad. Like but no matter but they, what, you know, you see these stories of neighbors just in these all-out 
feuds for years. And then somebody got mad at him and said something or whatever. They came around yelling at us like we complained about their dog. And I'm like, well, I should have complained about your dog. It never shuts up. Yeah. Hoppy. <laughs> they said, dog's name was we Hoppy. We listen to your podcast. Oh, they weren't Asian. No, they wouldn't have had dogs. <laughs> they would have been in the. Okay. <clears throat> Easy. We have friends in Asia. I know. Would you? I love the Asians. Watch it. I watch their movies. We like have crazy. lots of youths in Asia. <laughs> okay. So do it for the youths in Asia. I remember the. I remember a couple of those euthanasias. Youths. Youths. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry, Anna. You were talking about Anna. Yes. And her cat poop. Daniel's also through. Oh wait a minute. Yeah, you're falling. We ain't got to play that. No wonder we time. never win an award. <laughs> oh, that can be loud, but the top story thing can't be loud. <laughs> Just calm down. Daniel's also threw stones at other homes and cars and deliberately made holes in her neighbor's fences. Why? I don't know. Not not her. I mean, what's the what is she? Oh, she's spying on him. Court documents show that on at least one occasion, Daniel spoke in an abusive and rude manner to her neighbors during a hearing well, wait in a minute. Leicester. What? We've all done that. Speak for yourself. Hey, hey. during a shut hearing that dog in Leicester, Leicester, lying cheetah, Chester, cheater <laughs> County Court, she was given a three-year injunction. After being described as a neighbor from Hades. Oh, boy. Uh, Daniels, who is understood to be in her 50s. Look, we understand can, you're in your 50s. We understand that. Understood. <laughs> yeah. We all. Okay, but I'm in my 50s. Okay, look. Okay, we, we understand, understand that. that. But listen, I, I just want you to know I'm in my 50s. Okay, understood. We understand it. She cannot communicate with any of her six neighbors or engage in or threaten to engage in any antisocial behavior. Well, she can't be in a punk rock group. No, they're all antisocial. She is also forbidden from using abusive language or engaging in insulting or threatening behavior towards her neighbors for the next three years. I know people like this. She'll never make it. No, there's no way. During this time, she also is banned from making holes or otherwise damaging the boundary. Aren't we all fencing uh, the boundary fencing between the houses she lives near? I mean, why do they have to tell her not to do that? That's that's already out right. there. She is barred from throwing any items towards a property on the estate. These orders will remain in force until August 2021. Good grief. Her Honor Judge George. Her Honor George Judge? George <laughs> Judge? George Judge Burns, George? Judge Boy George? Her Honor Judge? George, George Burns. <laughs> Said all of these allegations about Mrs. Daniels. Where's the stogie when I'm doing this? Um, <laughs> they all, want you to say the I, blessing. I, I, blessing. Actually, I think this is a this is an English story. So be her honor, Judge George said all of the allegations about Mrs. Daniel throwing stones and cat feces at the car are made out on uh, the balance of probabilities. Oh, really? I reject Mrs. Daniel's suggestion that so far as the cat feces was concerned that she was throwing leaves. <laughs> I am satisfied that all the allegations are proved, and I find, um, oh yes, I find that Mrs. Daniels has engaged in uh, antisocial behavior. And the end. Wow. That was all there was to that. Yeah, Nightmare nightmare uh, Neighbors. There should be a show. I think there is. I think there was a show at one time called Nightmare Neighbors. Yeah, Nightmare Co-host. Yeah, <laughs> I've got that. Boy, I could be. I could star on that one. Headline is, Serial Killer Rose West wins prison bake-off with Victoria Sponge Cake. So they have bake-offs in women's you prison. You just brought up a sponge cake a minute ago. I did. And we've talked about prison three or four times tonight. 
There's a theme. I wonder if Bill Cosby got a piece of the cake. That is Stop great. Stop trying to do... <laughs> Gives me chocolate cake. That was from one of his albums. He would have built a Picasso What have you been in before? But? So I looked at the cake. <laughs> and I said, well, it's got all breakfast in it. It's got flour. It's got eggs. <laughs> so kids can have the cake. That's as good a Bill Cosby as I get. Please don't ever do that in public again. Kids were walking around and said, that is great. Chocolate cake. Okay, anyway, back to Killer Summonsing Rose up West. dead Mayans again. Serial Killer Rose West has won first prize in a prison bake-off competition. West is now age 64, uh, was convicted of 10 murders in 1995. But this time she came out on top when inmates at MHP prison HMP? voted for her Victoria sponge cake. How do they get cake mixes in prison? Through the mail? I, I wonder if they buy, I know you get cakes that have files in them and whatnot. The well, si- I mean, the, they have a kitchen that makes food. I guess they could request cake mixes. Enough that everybody can make one and have a contest? That's not prison, man. I'm sure That's we camp. Wa- I'm sure we probably waste money on worse things. The 64-year-old is said to love baking and often impresses, oh, I love baking. Often impresses her fellow housemates. It actually says housemates in housemates. quotes with her skills. We don't want to offend anyone, so no, we don't want them to feel like a prisoner. We, we call them housemates. Anybody. Housemates, yes. According to a source, big housemates. They, that's what they could call them, the big housemates. Big housemates. That'd be, that'd be a good that'd reality, be a reality show. show. We need to get uh, reality. What's a... Uh, big house, big brother. What's Roma Downey's husband, the guy that's the producer? Uh, did, yeah, does, Survivor and all that yeah, good stuff. Yeah, we get him to do what's called Big Housemates, and it's about prison and what and, happens... And when you're trying to get voted out. And we, they can, they, yeah, they can actually. No, you get voted you, out. Yeah, 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 yeah. You go to solitary. Right. You don't want to get voted solitary out. Solitary confinement. Yeah. <laughs> or solitary. This you is what happens. And, and we'll steal from the MTV thing. This is what happens when you take a bunch of inmates from different cell blocks and put them together. <laughs> this is the real world prison. Today's episode, the Bake Off. The Bake Off. According to a source, Wes uses her cooking skills to win people over, and then she kills them, apparently. They told the Daily Star, West uses her cooking skills to win people over. There are some very violent women on the wing, and a lot of them are very aggressive towards West because of her crimes. Uh, but she tends to defuse situations by offering other prisoners cakes and biscuits and the whatnot. You've never seen a person with cake or biscuits in a bad mood. <laughs> I can see this. She's some uh, new pe- person walks into jail. Hey, aren't you that West killer? I made you some cookies. Would you like a biscuit? Would you like a biscuit? Please eat this biscuit. Otherwise, the biscuit would be a cookie in this case. A cookie. Would you like a cookie? No biscuit. Wes and her husband, Fred, uh, murdered their daughter, Heather. Oh, my gosh. Good night. Then buried her under their patio. What? They uh, They then did the same thing to nine other people. Fred took his own life in 1995 while waiting for his trial for the 12 murders. West was convicted of 10 of those murders in the same year and was jailed for life. I'm going to vomit after reading that last paragraph. The stuff you left out. Oh, and I know. Despite her crimes, West is allowed to use knives while under staff supervision. Uh, Another source said that though West is a model prisoner... She, oh, so she actually does like, like modeling, modeling, like yeah. layout she, stuff. She'll like, hold a cake, like you know, the Gap, or yeah, stuff like that, stuff like that. For, Old Navy for, uh, for the cake companies. She has struggled to accept her fate. They said she's been attacked in the past, uh, and irrespective of her crimes, we have a duty to care for and protect her, whether we want to or not. Yeah. Plus, she makes a really good pineapple upside down cake <laughs> and biscuits. Florida. That's not my cat. Grandma uses false teeth to scare naked man off her porch. Wow. What does that first sentence have anything to do with this? I don't know. It just says, that's not my cat. Yeah, it does. Grandma uses false teeth to scare naked man off her porch. Weird. That's why it's on the show. Oh, that's right. 
when a 73-year-old Florida woman opened the blinds early in the morning Friday, she expected to see her cat on the back porch. The Titusville woman saw a larger fleeting shadow. (laughs) What Granny say, Craig? She said, what the heck? (laughs) That's not my cat. Okay. Instead... It was a six-foot-tall man, naked as a jaybird. Oh, that's and a I've jay never bird. seen a jaybird naked. That's Everyone not my jaybird. Standing there, doing a little dance. That man identified as Axel Rose, no, 28. No, not oh, I'm Axel sorry. Rose, Axel Riviera. I wouldn't put it past him. Uh, identified as Axel Riviera, 28, by the Brevard County Sheriff's Office, is now charged with unarmed felony burglary. He said, Welcome to the jungle. I am not your cat. You said that it wasn't him. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it was Axel Riviera. Uh, he, Axel Remixed. Yeah. Uh, he's now charged with unarmed felony burglary of an occupied structure and misdemeanor exposure. I'll yeah, leave it at that. Sounds like. Um, deputies say Riviera broke the handle off the porch's screen door to gain access. Good Why don't you just cut the screen? <laughs> Uh, and also went into her laundry room on the back porch. Riviera was standing naked on her back porch, exposing himself in a lewd manner. Oh, boy. With his hands in the air and doing a little dance. <laughs> According to the affidavit, who talks like that. <laughs> Look at me. Peterson saw his clothes... Uh, Peterson saw his clothes scattered on her back porch, but before her granddaughter could call the police, she figured... On giving the nude dude a fright, <laughs> she popped out her teeth and shouted, Grandma, no teeth! What? F- frightened nude dude. Wait, Tonight's I'm band confused. Name. Yeah, frightened nude dude. Why did she think yelling, Grandma, no teeth, was going to scare the guy? Well, she figured he was probably high on some drugs and he may have thought, I don't know. Bath salts. He would have eaten her face off. He could have, but he didn't. And that's the important thing. Well, yeah. Well, let's. Uh, oh, I hit my head. Oh, it's time for the Mark Patch Top 10. You may remember, I think it was last episode or episode before last, uh, before last, I said we should do a top 10 of great soundtracks from bad movies. You did say something and like I that. I found one. This this comes to us from Billboard. Actually. And here's the thing. I really, well, I know a couple of them. I don't know them all. I do. I, I know the I movies. Do. I don't remember the sound. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember the first one. Number ten there has uh, it's it's a lot of white stripes. Jack White. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Oh, hey, I am. Top ten greatest soundtracks from bad movies. Number ten. Since you know it, why don't you talk about 200 it? Two hundred cigarettes. A black and white movie. Uh, is that a Cardin? Uh, yes, it is actually. But that's a uh, it's a black and white movie. Came out in 1999. So when any. Only black or white people would enjoy it. No, it's got uh, it's it's a bunch of big nets that kind of connect together. It was really cool. I enjoyed it. It was an art film. Yeah, yeah, it was. That's it. Number nine, missing one of the letters in the name. Reality bites, or in this case, reality bite. You about done with that over there? (laughs) Number eight. Yeah, no. Well, well, hold on. So reality bites. I remember it having a pretty decent soundtrack. Don't remember much more about the movie. I don't remember that movie. Winona Ryder. uh, Oh well, I'm surprised I didn't see it. Ben Stiller. Oh, really? Janine Garofalo. Garofalo. That's probably why I didn't see it right there. Uh, Number eight of the uh, greatest soundtracks from bad movies, Last Action Hero. So I watched, that's Arnold Schwarzenegger, where the the kid is in the theater and he comes out of the screen. He gets the golden ticket at the beginning. And I, um, 
tried to watch that in the past year or two. I don't watch, didn't watch the whole thing, but I went back and tried to watch that one again. But I don't remember it having kind of a soundtrack to it. I don't remember. Oh, I do too. It had ACDC and a bunch of, yeah, it had okay. some hard rock stuff to it. Number seven of the top ten greatest soundtracks from bad movies. Number seven, Rocky Four. Now, that probably had like Eye of the Tiger or something, right? Yeah, it had was James it, was, Brown, Living in America. Uh, oh, that was that one. Yeah. Was Eye of the Tiger the third one then? They, it was on each of them. Eye of the Tiger was on all of the Rocky soundtracks. Really? Yeah, sure was. Wow. It's like you couldn't get one without it. Uh, number six of the greatest... One of the dumbest movies ever. The greatest uh, soundtracks from bad movies, Maximum Overdrive. And being a Stephen King fan that I am, that movie was horrible. Yeah. It I don't know if so the book's bad. any better, but it's... I read the book. It was much better. Talk about making a thud sound when it hit the theaters. Number <laughs> five of the top ten greatest soundtracks from bad movies, Under the Cherry Moon. That's Prince. Yeah, it was. But, uh, you know, it's Prince music, so it had to be, had to be pretty, de- pretty decent. I'm surprised the movie... I didn't see the movie. I saw uh, I didn't Purple either. Rain, and that was that was a good one. Yeah. Uh, number four, top great soundtracks from bad movies, Flash Gordon. It only had, like, the one song everybody knows from Queen. Flash! Yeah. But it was Queen. That is true. So... Uh, number three, Tron Legacy. I don't remember that really having a soundtrack, to be honest with you. Is it 80, it's got to be 80s music, I would think. I don't know. Probably okay. a throwback to uh, his arcade. Uh, number number two. We're up to number two. And number two is, by all definition, a bad movie, but it was made kind of a good movie, kind of a cool movie. Yeah, it is a bad. It's a terrible movie. If you watched it, if it didn't turn into what it turned into... You would look at it as just a bad movie, but because of the cool True. factor, the campy, the, uh, because cult, of the cult, the cult, cult status. So go ahead, number two, Rocky Horror Picture Show, which I love the music. I still think to this day is one of my favorite scenes in a movie ever with Tim Curry playing that camera when he comes down oh, singing the first time. The water at it, just everything about yeah. it. He owned the camera. Yeah, um, did he really own it? Was that his camera? It was his. Okay. Yeah, he he owned it. And number one. Not a good movie. Not a, and I just watched it recently. We talked about it. It was a huge hit. I was Saturday Night Fever. Great soundtrack. Not such a great movie. The thing about that movie was it was so good. It was an R-rated movie that they made PG thirteen to, to re-release. What it does that say? What is that? It says one of two things. They were going for the money grab to try to pull more people in, absolutely, or they realized that it never should have been that to begin with, and they made it into something more appealing. I only saw the PG version. It. I, I can I can guess what they probably cut out. Yeah, and it's not. The whole movie is just not really... I remember uh, the actress that played Angie in a sitcom. Yeah, it's uh, Donna Pes- yeah. Pesca... I always want to say Prescott, but it's like Pescott or something. Yeah, something like, like that. John she Travolta, was... of course, the great John Travolta. God rest his soul. <laughs> oh, no, 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 he's alive. He's still with us. We're just resting his soul. All right, well, there you go. That's episode something. And, uh, 215. That was episode two. We're only uh, 85, 85 away, away from, from 300. 629. And then it's over. All right, guys, thanks for joining us. Uh, and remember... Tell your friends, because if you don't, it'll make us sad. Please tell your friends. Please leave us a review. Those are the two best ways you can help the weird podcast. So weird. You put the weird in weird. Darn it.